Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. He's a regular contributor to the Morley Mix. He's just published his 17th edition of Ireland's Personal Finance Annual, which has gone to the top of the charts. He is John Lowe, and he's just back from Hawaii. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> Aloha is absolutely right. And if I had a lay, I would give you one. <laughs> <laughs> John. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. You enjoyed your time in Hawaii anyway. Oh, well, listen, first of all, thank you for uh, interviewing me over there, which was quite unusual. It's the longest link I think I've ever had. Uh, it was it was an unbelievable holiday. It was literally the trip of a lifetime. And so lucky to get away because, you know, there's my two daughters and myself, and we had to do the antigen test on Christmas Day. And if one of us had failed, that was it. The holiday was gone. We had to cancel. So thank God uh, everything went according to plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were lucky, very lucky. And, and did you notice, before I get on to our main talking points, which is finance and getting ourselves financially fit for 2022, could you see a bit more movement, John, on the way back, even to compared to when you were going out? Are things starting to move again? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I certainly could see it in, in I mean, we were in San Francisco and um, it, it does, and even coming back into Ireland, you know, like it, I think a couple of days before we came back, um, the thing was dropped where you didn't have to do an antigen test to get back into Ireland. And that was uh, so fantastic uh, and uh, such a relief. So, and you know, with the numbers going down now, there's a positivity in, in the air here, man, which I, I really like uh, outside of, you know, some bad things that have been happening over the last few weeks. It's just, um, but, but, but that certainly, from uh, a COVID-19 point of view, is positive. First question for you, John. We're inviting the listeners to send in the questions before we get on to a number of issues to discuss with you. It comes from a Morning Mix listener who says they're due to inherit quite a bit of money from their late parents' estate and wonder where is the best place to invest it for future use that will give a decent return. Well, as I say to a lot of the webinar attendees that, that that come to my webinars, I say go home to your parents and tell them that John Lowe, the money doctor, said you can give them 335000 tax-free and you don't have to die. So <laughs> in this instance, I don't know what the amount is, but that person can receive up to 335000 from their parent and... Um, that's tax-free. Anything over that, Alan, is 33% tax, capital acquisition tax, um, which they would have to pay, you know, it's two, two, uh, two occasions a year, September and December. Mm-hmm. But uh, in terms of um, investment, uh, you know, what, what you do with this, um, I mean, I, I would, first of all, look at uh, my lifestyle. I mean, uh, do they have children? Have they got children going to third level? Uh, have they got a mortgage? Do they need to pay off the mortgage? Um, do they need... Are they at a stage in their life where they're? I mean, if 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 the parent has has, has passed on and given, so you can assume that the parent is in their seventies, and that this person then is in their possible late forties, so they may have, as I say, those kind of third level students, uh, children, and they may also have other issues like, you know, changing the card. So any capital uh, nature uh, that requires uh, consideration, I would look at that and, and use the money to upgrade. And then if you're talking about, um, I mean, I wouldn't be going off and buying a place out in Portugal or Spain. Um, 
uh, you know, there's far more important things to do uh, with that money than. And then, if, if you're talking about investment, you know, the very best uh, deposit rate at the moment uh, in demand is 0.01. Not really attractive. That's even before dirt. Yeah, the very best uh, NTMA, which a lot of people confuse with the on post bonds, is the 10-year National Solidarity Bond. That only yields 10% at the end of 10 years. So, if you look at that and you know, put it into annually, it's only works out at a gross rate of 1.43%. So I would be looking at, um, I mean, the stock market, without a shadow of a doubt, is by far the best uh, asset class of them all, better than property, better than gold, better than any of these other asset classes. And over the last 30 years, Alan, since, say, 1990 to 20, 1991 to 2020, the average growth in the stock market each year has been 10.72%. So, I mean, as I say, it doesn't bear in thinking about, you know, uh, uh, even even compared to property. So I I would certainly get really, really solid advice if you have that kind of money and you've you've looked at all your things that you need to do and you've got your, your... holidays kind of also sorted and you you still have that excess left then i would get solid advice all right let's look right, at, let's uh, look at uh, we're getting a bit of reverb again can you hear me there john you can yeah i can indeed yep i think it's gone yep. uh, 50 top tax tips <laughs> i'm glad i don't have to say that too often 50 top tax <laughs> tips you won't get you won't yeah. get through all you 50 through but all give us some Okay, well, I mean, did you ever hear of an expression, the bed and breakfast um, uh, CGT exemption? No. Okay, so say you have Amazon shares, and Amazon shares this year went up by 1,270 euros, your shares. So rather than just leave that there because you haven't cashed them in, you have an exemption every year of 1,270 euros. So you then sell your Amazon shares, uh, you then have a tax liability of 1,270, um, and therefore, uh, that's offsetable against the exemption, and you then buy back into Amazon, but you've now cleared your tax liability on those shares. That's the way to use it. It's, it's called a bed and breakfast. And even though it's only a small amount, 1,270 as such, um, you keep doing that every year, and if maybe your partner does it every year, um, it'll soon add up. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, other, I'm, other get, I'm getting a bit of reverb at the moment, John. So if you just bear with me, we're going to ring you back again. Just getting a bit of reverb. We're just going to take a short commercial break and we'll come back to John Lowe in just a second. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. With Joyce's expert Wexford. For all the latest technology with the leading brands, it has to be Joyce's expert Wexford. Joyce's expert. Giveblood.ie know we can count on you, our community of blood donors, to give blood and to choose to be there for others in their hour of need. Blood donors from Enniscorthy should attend the clinic in the Riverside Park Hotel from Sunday 16th to Thursday 20th of January. To ensure social distancing, all donors need to make an appointment. So call 1-800-222-111 to book your time. New donors are welcome. Visit giveblood.ie to check eligibility and clinic details because we count on you. With calving being a stressful time for farmers, Kehoe Farming Calf Starter is the only fully balanced, complete feed for your calves. Containing chopped haylage and straw that produces the correct balance of fibre for early start of Reuben development. So, for less stress and healthy calves, call Kehoe Farming, the farmer's friend. 
I really enjoy going to school and meeting my friends. I want everyone in my class to stay well. If I have any symptoms or if I am advised to restrict movements, I know I shouldn't come to school because we all play our part in keeping everyone well. It's important that everyone follows public health advice to keep everyone well at home and in school. Remember, if your child has any symptoms, please keep them home and get a COVID-19 test. This January, this is the only test that matters. Brought to you by the Government of Ireland. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, Chat news, news and, and your, your views. views. Alan Corcoran. Well, let's hope our phone line has improved. I'm joined once again by John Lowe. John, you were looking at uh, the 50 top tax tips. <laughs> I said it again. Yeah. <laughs> Just about got it out. <laughs> it's like an episode from Mrs. Brown when, when Buster is asked to repeat the same thing again. Uh, or one of the lads asked to repeat it. <laughs> anyway, what else by way of top tap? Top tax tips. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, as far as tax is concerned, I mean, you, you could look at all your, your areas, like dental, um, medical. I mean, do you know, for instance, Alan, that you can go back four years. If if some people, you know, because they're so busy, the lifestyle is so busy, they, they, they just haven't got time to kind of fill in a form for Med 1 or Med 2 and claim the tax that's due to them, 20%. So, but you can go back four years. And and that uh, is a substantial amount. Now, there's a couple of companies out there who do that work for you, but they'll take a percentage, like maybe up to 16% of whatever they uh, rake in for you. Uh, but it's easier for you to do it yourself, as I said, you know. Um, so all, all the all the areas, I mean, as I say, there's there's a number of those. There's 50 of them, top tax tips, by the way. <laughs> I can say it just about. Yeah. Um, that, that you could look at. Uh, you know, which includes, you know, like obviously your your uh, health insurance. You can get twenty percent back, obviously, on any health insurance that you're you're paying for. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that is is really relevant, and it's better in your pocket than than not. All right. Uh, the, the next one is forty ways to save cash. Yeah, the same thing. You know how you how you save cash. I mean, the, the, the biggest one, by the way, that that people should be looking at is their mortgage. Most people now have a, a mortgage, and uh, again, through busyness, they they're they're kind of the eyes off the ball, and they find that there may be upwards of nearly four percent they're paying on their mortgage. So you need to find out, first of all, what your rate is. Secondly, then you need to find out, are you 80% or less loan to value? Because if you've got, you know, your properties were, say, 300,000 and you owe 300,000, you won't be able to swap that with any institution. The third thing is then um, your income. Is your income eligible uh, to warrant and justify that mortgage that you've got already? And then the fourth thing, then finally, would be your credit history. There's only one credit agency now, Alan. It's called the Central Credit Register .ie, and it's free to ring them up or to, to email them and look for a report on your credit history. It costs nothing and takes three or four days to get the results from them. But every single institution, whether you're going for a car or whether you're going for a mortgage, they will check with that institution. And if there's one missed payment, you can kiss goodbye to getting an approval from them. Okay. So it's really important that you follow those steps. But if you're eligible for all of those, you've got a good, clean credit history, you're 80% or less, your income is fine, then you should be shopping around and seeing where the best deal is. Just let me say briefly that the best rates at the moment are 1.9 and 1.95. They're fixed for three, five, and seven years. They're fantastic rates, um, and there's even institutions out there who will actually help you um, with with funding your legal costs. 
because it should be relatively straightforward. It should be uh, relatively cheap. And again, you shop around with the solicitors as well. You don't necessarily have to take the first one that comes your way. Now let's look at the whole area of Budget 2022 and your synopsis of that. What have you come up with, John? Well, not necessarily that it was much ado about nothing, but it was certainly um, uh, a little kind of uh, a few a few little sweets for everybody, basically in the audience. That was primarily it. Um, we got a, an expansion on the um, tax credits, you know, uh, so we could earn a little bit more money. Um, there were lots of things that that came in, but it, I'd say it 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 wasn't um, there wasn't any one outstanding thing that you could say. You know, uh, I remember long, long ago when a thousand pounds was introduced by the Fianna Fáil government um, for uh, those first-time borrowers who wanted to to buy. Now, a thousand pounds then, uh, Alan, uh, I bought my um, detached three-bedroomed house in a very nice suburb of Rathfarnham, and it was on the biggest site in that development, and it cost me fourteen thousand five hundred and seventy-five. And I got £1,000 of that stage from the Finnaforan government, which I was thrilled with. And it meant that now I was owing 13575 I was in the Bank of Ireland at the time, and I was a senior bank official. So what was I eligible to borrow from them? 13500 So in other words, I had to cough up £75 to buy my first house. So that was good, I have to say. Um, and that house, uh, we stayed there for about 10 years and moved on then to another house uh, in, in another area. But it, as I said, you know, they're the kind of things that you would remember from a budget. There wasn't really anything outstanding from Budget 2022. Some more questions from the listeners. This time of year, people can be under considerable financial stress. What advice do you give, John? Oh, I could talk for Ireland on this one because uh, I think that all of those people in Mab's office are are number one um, saints. Uh, they're extremely friendly as well, by the way, and and I, I think that it's a vocation working in a Mab's office. It, you know, if you have any kind of debts whatsoever that you can't manage, or it's it's depressing you, or whatever. Go and talk to these people. That's the first thing. I'm a PIP, which is a personal insolvency practitioner. So I'm the go-between between people who have debts and those who want their debts, you know, paid off, uh, debtors and creditors. So, uh, you know, there's always hope. No matter how bleak you think the situation is, there's always hope. And, and you know, even if you haven't got the money... They're not going to kind of turf you out of your home. And, you know, there's ways around it. There's mortgage to rent. There's, uh, there's all sorts of schemes that they've got now um, where, where they kind of warehouse some of the debt for maybe up to 10, 20, 30 years. And even for those people who are older, by the way, and who still left this residual debt and they can't pay it, and now they're starting to retire. There's two lenders out there. Spry Finance is one of them uh, who do kind of life loans. So your your loan doubles every 14 years, but you pay nothing back. So you don't need income, and you could have a, a bad credit history, actually, and you still get the loan. And the other um, uh, institution is Home Plus, and they, these, these are residential reversions. These... These are, if, if you have, for instance, a property, say, worth 200000 and you could borrow maybe up to 25% of that, so that's 50000 And 
you know, they're giving you 25%. You're buying 25% or selling 25% of your home. So that when you pass on or when you go into a retirement home, um, that property is then sold and 25% then is paid back to that company. But again, you, you, you pay very small rent and if you want to pay no rent at all, um, you'd, 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 you'd pay a little bit more equity from your property. But again, both of those two, if any of your listeners want to inquire about either of those two schemes, please write to me. All right, working on a budget based on your weekly or monthly income versus essential outgoings and factor in an affordable regular payment off uh, off your borrowing. This is something you're very strong on, John. Can you talk to me a bit about family budget because this is a crucial one to get out here this morning. It's a brilliant time of the year, Alan. Thank you for, the, for that question as well. It's a brilliant time of the year to actually consider and, and evaluate your budget. And, and again, I've got a, a free budget planner spreadsheet whereby the income is on one side, all the categories of the expenditure on the other side. And really, you know, just to give you one example, you've got a, a TV license. We all pay it 160 euros a year. So if you divide that by 12, you're looking at 13 euros, 33 cents. You put that into that in a kind of uh, budget planner spreadsheet. Now it doesn't matter when that comes in because you have budgeted out of your monthly income. All you now have to do is populate the rest of the field. So important. And you've got your, you know, your pay addresses, your, um, all the various things, your pets, if you have a pet, um, you know, church donations, all of those are in that expenditure. And it tots itself up and it takes away from your income and you're left with a surplus or a deficit. Now, if you have a surplus, it means now you can plan. You can plan, for instance, your third level fees for your children. Uh, you can plan for that holiday. You can plan for to change the car. How many people will have a PCP uh, a, a personal contract plan to buy a car and not realize what the consequences are because you've got three choices. You either hand the car back after three years or you uh, kind of pay a lump sum, which most people don't have. They haven't saved up. Or the third option is then you get a brand new car and you continue with the loan. And it's a, a, a never-ending loan. So all of those things in, in, in a plan, in a budget plan, you'll be able to see at a glance once just do it once a year, that's all. And you can then decide, you know, can we afford to, can we, can we, if you've got, a, for instance, a deficit, you've got earn more, cut costs, or prioritize. And again, that's why over the last five years, 300,000 people stopped paying their health insurance. They simply couldn't afford it. So, but it's a brilliant way of um, finding out you know, how much does it cost us to run our life on a monthly basis? John, time is catching up on us. We have to wrap up. But a quick question when it comes to monthly or annually when it comes to paying household bills or car insurance, uh, other bills as well. Are you a monthly person or an annual person? Well, with this monthly budget planner spreadsheet, you would have put everything monthly, irrespective of if you pay, for instance. I mean, if you're paying for this car insurance, you might be paying that annually, but you still divide it by 12 and put it into your budget plan um, just so that you know what's coming out of your monthly income. Because it's one thing if you have, uh, uh, say, insurance, say it's costing 1200 just to, uh, to make it easy, uh, it means that you're, you happen to put away 100 euros a month for that insurance, that car insurance. So um, paying the 1200 euros doesn't mean to say that you don't have to worry about the, fu- uh, the car insurance for the future. You're still going to have the bill next year. All right, John, we leave it there for the moment. By way of a wrap-up, what advice do you give? Well, do the budget. Uh, 
save as much as you can. And th- these have been good times uh, to save because of the pandemic. Uh, you know, once these, this pandemic is over, and it looks like we're going to be coming out of it, certainly by June, um, the spending will start to go up. So save as much as you can and, and always look for value. It's all about value. Thank you, John. And uh, John's new book, Money Doctor 2022, is uh, available in Providence Press, available in all good bookstores, uh, readable, reliable, accessible. It's uh, one doctor that will save you money. That's according to uh, one of the uh, tributes paid to him. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.